What on earth is that? It's a Journey into Comics Network production! All aboard! I brought my pencil! Yeah! What's up, Deuterinos? And welcome back to Rank Em All, that show where we take a bunch of songs, a bunch of albums from an artist or artist or bands or musicians of some sort and we rank them all we get every single song every single album down the line we are down uh we are down the track here with another allison chains episode music bank we're looking at now what are we doing here we already kind of told you in the last episode which you haven't the unplugged episode go check that out bonus episode for sure but a goodie this one music bank there's a lot of cool songs that are on this that are unreleased demos uh, um, you know, some alternate songs that never got released, um, and then, then a couple of new recorded songs. So typically, when we do rank them all in in the past with like Metallica or 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 Van Halen or or, or whatever, there's been like some extra songs that they did maybe for a soundtrack like Twister or Mission Impossible or maybe a rap album, you know, with Metallica and Swizz Beats or something. Or covers, you know, we did a whole cover album with some extra songs. Uh, Alice didn't really have like like they have some demos and stuff, but like it's harder to find uh, these songs. But they put them all in one big collection for us, just like Metallica did with the Garage Inc. So this is basically kind of our compilation songs of songs that never really got released. We're gonna dip our toe into this one. This is Music Bank. <coughs> Check out our socials. You'll see the list of songs that are new. But by all means, this is also a compilation of some of their better songs all throughout their career. It's it's, it's worth another trek. Trust me, there's a few songs in here that I did just kind of let it play, and I for, kind of forgot I was ranking new songs. But that's how good some of those songs are. But before we get any further, we got to introduce everybody. I'm one of your hosts, Brando, and joining me, as always, is the podfather, Nate Phillips. It feels good to be back, you crazy motherfuckers. That's all I got. I'm just happy to be. I'm happy to be the, here. The silence was all of us getting murdered by Nate's super aggressive motherfuckers. <laughs> Remember that lady before the pandemic that was like condemning all of humanity? Oh, yeah, and, trying to help the you. Walmart. Yeah, that I'm trying to help you, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, she was now. just she was just going on like a spree terrorizing local Myers. Like just. <laughs> Oh, that's what it was. It was Meyer. I forgot. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Like literally as soon as Nate said motherfuckers, I heard a loud crash. <laughs> so you, you, if you're watching on YouTube, which you guys should go and like, like and subscribe to our YouTubes and watch videos because you'll just see my eyes go. Unleashing like, chaos. Not sure if I need to go look at that or not. I'm going to sit here until I hear the words help. So <laughs> <laughs> we are not alone here. You've already heard the lusty sexual voice of mm. Tyler McLaughlin, the stepdad of the Journey to Comics Network. I'm dressed like one today. You are. <laughs> you, you're, you're dressed like you're, uh, you're, you're going to talk to Dodson and, and collect some uh, dinosaur embryos. <laughs> I would like to buy your dinosaur embryos, sir. The magic word. <laughs> no, I'm doing good, man. Um, like always, uh, life doesn't just find a way. It, it finds the way to get in the way. And uh, with the holidays and everything, like always, we've been busy. So that would have been a great introduction for the de the devil put the dinosaurs here, and we didn't. We just were too early. Damn I was it! Say, check out Jurassic Park Dominion out next week. Uh, oh yeah, that's excellent. <laughs> out six uh, months ago. Oh, womp, womp. 
also I'm excited here. to be back. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. So excited. <laughs> uh, no, no, by all means. We're a little out of practice, uh, but uh, also here, the <laughs> one and only Buckles. Hi. Hi, how you doing? I'm here. Yes. Yes, I'm here. I'm doing well. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just currently, I, I'm, I'm always on my last brain cell at this point. So it's just kind of. Is it like the monkey with the symbols? It's just slowly, slowly, <laughs> slowing down. Yes. It's really, it's that one brain cell. that just kind of hangs out by itself in a dark room going, there were other people here. <laughs> <laughs> I like how on video, again, if you, if you're listening on audio, we thank you for subscribing and listening, but you totally miss the, um, the miming, if you will, of our one Tyler committing seppuku. seppuku. <laughs> <laughs> I deserved it. <laughs> I disturbed it. <laughs> I deserved it. Let's be honest. Guys, it's good to be back here on the show. Uh, this is the very last anything of Lane Staley Oof. that we're going to be touching on here. Um, it, it's definitely, you know, I mean, um, you know, Buckles, you kind of said it before we started. This is kind of a weird hodgepodge of new stuff um, mm-hmm. coming from the band. I mean, and, and, and it truly is like this stuff is a big, huge compilation of s- demos. There's a live song in here. Um, there's a couple of... Uh, f- there are four new songs and two new ones that were recorded for this album that were originally written for Jerry uh, Cantrell's Degregation Trip album. Um, so we got a couple of new songs, so we got some new stuff with Lane. Uh, but unfortunately, unless I'm mistaken... This is the last Lane Staley recordings with Alice that we have. Uh, uh yeah, I'm I'm looking it up to double check, pardon me, but yeah. uh I'm almost positive. Of course, you know, uh Allison Chains, uh Jerry Cattrall, Lane Staley, um uh Mike Starr, uh to to, to Sean Kinney. Uh, Mike Inez is on some some of this tracks because, as I said, this is a big compilation. So, like, this has stuff. You know, uh, it has the 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 song with Chris Cornell, the one with uh, Ann Wilson. All the stuff is on here. Like, really cool stuff. There, there was only one single from this. It was one of the new songs that they did, and uh, yeah. So, if you guys go to our socials, you will see the um, you know the song track uh, tracks that were, that we're going to be doing, we're going to be doing 10 songs. And, and there, what I, what's interesting about this, because this is what, is this a, a three disc set? So like we literally have a big compilation of stuff going from uh, 88 until like 98 uh, somewhat, but what's up, Nate, what's going on with you? You raised your hand. I have 11 songs that I have ranked. So I've fucked up somewhere, but I went off your list, bro. Uh, all right. Well, well, maybe it is eleven songs. Maybe I'm okay. Maybe, just, maybe I'm just, you, you said ten, and I was like, "Uh oh, I fucked up." Well, you know, uh, well, it, it is ninety-two. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Okay, yeah. So my bad, guys. Okay, okay, so, okay, okay. It's eleven, Thank not you. ten. I mean, maybe you could X one out of there and make it ten. <laughs> I feel my like my heart was just like I, 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 oh, no. I ranked oh, no. an extra oh, no. song. I only ranked 10. What one did I skip? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, really? Yeah. (laughs) Let me see here. Live on the air. Oh, I love it. I've got 11. I've got 11. 
It's like fucking bingo for rank them all. I got 11. I also have 11. I have 10. Oh, I see which one. Okay. Yeah. All good. All Just good. put all your good. Spotify premium on. Crisis averted. Um, but guys, uh, let's just dive right into it. Uh, do it. The first track is called "Get Born Again." That is one of the new songs that was uh, that was recorded uh, for this in '98. Uh, so I, I do believe that um, at least that one was released on something else. Uh, I was going to say I was going to ask if there was anything released as a single from this because I recognize this from somewhere. Yeah, I do too, but this wasn't the single. The single was another song that we're going to rank on in just a little bit. Um, And and I'll let you guys know which one that is. But uh, this one definitely sounded familiar to me, but but I couldn't really place it. Uh, It was released on Nothing Safe, The Best of the Box. Huh. Best of the Box. Man of the Box. I get it. Um, Uh (laughs) That is a 15-track best of, which... Uh, features Get Born Again, an unreleased demo of We Die Young. Um, so, guys, what we did do here, guys, I, I want to be known that we did not rank any demos of songs that were already released. Right. Uh, we didn't kind of double down on that. We, we're we only doing demos or songs that were on soundtracks or um, that were demoed that never did get put on any... Uh, previous thing or maybe they were on a single and we missed it i don't really recall them having too many singles uh, uh, when we went down the those album right. rankings uh, right. uh, unlike some other <laughs> bands where they have like here's our single with a b-side demo that sometimes they do that but i i don't really think that they did too much of that but get born again guys i'll go first on this one i gotta quietly here and quickly uh pull up my connotes and Get born again. Canotes? How are you spelling that? K N O T S. Don't ask. Canotes. I feel like that's knots, sir. Knots. Well, it's actually notes. Because if you go K N O T O, or wait. Canoto. Anyway. Anyway. This is not spelling be them all. Canotos. Spell them all. Your word is hypochondriac. <laughs> <laughs> this song's moody. Um, starts off a bit moody, though. I will say, like the coming off of unplugged, it's a little bit unfair. I'm not judging these. Uh, uh, so the new songs, "Get Born Again," "Died." I'm not judging them based off of unplugged because unplugged is its own special uh, bit of a wrapped up present. But if you want to compare it to what had come before with the, the self-titled, the vocals instantly sound so much better. Right. The The one thing that we kept talking about on the self-titled record was uh, they just kind of doubled Lane's voice and he sounded very dreary uh, throughout a lot of that record. Right. And it just didn't work as well as the harmonies that Jerry and, and, and Lane would do. Um, uh, but I also think it's this is a better song than than the doomier stuff that's on the self-titled. Um, but I also kind of feel like, and you might hear me say this a couple more times, it there might be a reason why uh, 
um, why this hasn't been released. Yeah. Uh, even throughout, throughout the 10, uh, 11 singles, well, I'm going to say 10 and 11, um, throughout the 11 songs that we're ranking here, you can tell why a lot of them didn't get released, why they didn't match. Uh, they didn't match <sighs> up with like, with the rest of their albums. Like no, some of these songs wouldn't fit on one of the other albums. And like some of them, you can even tell, like, if you think about it, like, where was this, when was this actually written and recorded? Like some of this sounds like early stuff. Like some of this sounds like, uh, like facelift. Yeah. Um, you know, and you know, this is one of the newer songs that was released. So it, like you, you're definitely going to hear like maybe in some of the demos we're going to do like, man, this is a little bit of a different story. Um, but it, 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 when I look at my rank for this one, it, it, nothing on here mostly is inherently bad. Right. You know, it, it definitely is a step up of, <clears throat> of sorts from, from self-titled. But some of the stuff is just kind of like, well, it's not bad, but it's not necessarily getting into their greatness that mm-hmm. that we know that they can do. Uh, Ty, you want we want to add anything to get born again? Yeah, I was gonna say I think that's kind of I, I like a lot of what you and Alex both said. Um, you know, coming off of the unplugged and, um, you know previous to that pretty much the the peak of lane staley alice chains and then you get to this and it's kind of like um you know we were talking about painting earlier it's like well when you see artists paint in other famous artist styles you know and you get to see a totally different perspective i think it's a lot i think it's very similar to that with this because it's just like, hey, let's talk about the stuff that nobody else has heard, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, some notes that I had or that I wrote down, and I wrote these down on first listen, and then I've reviewed them. And, and, and at least for Music Bank, I've pretty well kept them the same. Uh, first thing, and this is actually, for me, has been uh, pretty consistent with a lot of the, the less popular stuff song's too damn long so yeah. uh i think that i think it's too long and i think the tempo is a little too slow but i did really enjoy the intro mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so i, I like it's really jangly at the start and i really like that like the kind of chuggy there's mm-hmm. the menace and the the menace yep. that they're kind of known for <clears throat> and like the harmony in the beginning is really, really good. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was gonna say. You know, it didn't feel totally. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like totally something different. And I feel like maybe if this was a song that was filtered in some of the previous albums, you know, maybe one of the mid tracks that right. that maybe it would have got. You know, that maybe it would be something that not necessarily was listened to more, but something that would be a little bit more recognizable. Uh, I like that. There's, there's a little bit less on the drone. Like there was a lot of droning in the, uh, the self-titled album. Mm-hmm. And there was a distinct lack of that to start this off. Only problem. I would have ranked this higher, except uh, like the last third of the song just drops off a cliff. Like mm-hmm. it's really good and aggressive. And all of a sudden it's just rep- repetition and drone for like the last third. Yeah. It just kind of ends. To, say, Brandon? to add to what I said about the vocals instantly sounding better, 
Uh, they do sound better, and I agree with Buckles. Like the harmony instantly, it's way more pleasing to the ear. Um, you know, I know, and we talked about on the self-titled that Lane kind of took a more, uh, more of a self-approach to a lot of vocals and and harmonies, and maybe that's just what he was going for. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> and, and as much as I love Lane, it just didn't work for me. Cause it's it almost sounds like he's like you said droning on, and it kind of sounds uninspired. Where, okay, so the vocals here sound a little bit more inspired, but unfortunately, and 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 this happens again. It's like wow, this sounds better, and then the vocals almost don't really do it for me anyway, based yep. upon what they do. <laughs> Not necessarily how they sound, but it, 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 the flow of the vocals isn't what I necessarily like about the song. Even though I right. like the riff, even though I like the tone, right. even though I like uh, the 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 bass line or something in there, like there's there's nothing in here that makes <clears> me like cringe. I mean, may, maybe there's a song coming up here that might make me cringe, but um, there's nothing like self titled here. It's just a bit different. Nate, do you got anything to add to what we've already trampled upon on this song? A couple just quick thoughts. First of all. This, uh, what we're ranking today, I thought was very interesting. We are essentially seeing, uh, you could almost call this like the reunion album of Alice in Chains that we never got, right? Mm -hmm. So envision that it's like 10 years later and they're not as prominent and they put this out and it's the first you're hearing of them. Immediately, I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Like they're fucking dope. They're in this cool like groove pocket. They actually have a lot of, harmonically speaking there are so many vibes that made me think load reload metallica in the music not necessarily in the vocals yeah. more in the music and the production thereof right yeah i can see that so really i i i get why they did the droning at the end but i also agree with alex about it it was so dope when it gets so heavy this song has such amazing angular parts to it mm -hmm that just shift and you're like oh that's so good but then they kind of they kind of down it out but i still was really a huge fan and i'll uh lead off those ranks i gave this one an eight five man i liked it eight is an 8.5 what about you buckles uh seven two five it probably would have been a seven five or seven seven five but that last third just kind of killed it for me ty six point seven five I'm in agreement with Buckles. I give it a 7.25. The next song is a demo from 1988, and you can kind of tell. Okay. Yes. Yes. Very much so. From when? What year? I did not realize it was from oh, 88. Okay. Oh. That absolutely makes sense. <laughs> we have four songs uh, that we're ranking that are from 88, and let's just say that this is different. <laughs> this is completely different. Well, let me let me say that like honestly the comment i made it a minute ago where this some of this sounds like it could have been on facelift a lot of the comments i have regarding a few of these songs knowing that they're from 88 now makes a lot more sense because my comments are about the same as they were for facelift <laughs> and that is uh the fact that the first comment i have of this is, holy guns and roses batman <laughs> uh, like this this is a gnr song uh well you know it's not the last time you might hear that being said um That's absolutely true <laughs> i wrote it's clearly a demo it's not as polished as it could be and it's a little goofy and while it's, it's not poppy. it's poppy but it's not the standard aic that um 
that we would come to know and love from like the dirt and the, you know, jar of flies era and all that kind of stuff. But I prefer this any day to that one hidden song that we refused to write. <laughs> that, that was just a mess that like, if they're going to be goofy, I would prefer this goofy over that goofy. I got to figure out what the song that was now. I was, I, you know what? Movie. I have like maybe on the last episode you'll you'll be able to convince me to slap a rank on it that way it doesn't bring anything (laughs) else down with it (laughs) because it was that bad. Uh, Love song, love song, love song. song. There it is. Love song. People listening this week by week is like, guys, you just did that like two weeks ago. How do you guys not remember the guys? This is taking a long time for us to get this done and do this. We all have lives. We all have work. It's it's crazy times. We have we we have those. I believe um, that. 90s cartoon the rugrats called it sponsor billeries uh we have a lot of those i got Spon- some sponsor billeries um buckles you have anything else to add to the, um, to the i can't have you blues i i actually didn't say the name of it the i can't have you blues is the name I, of this one honestly my notes were wow crazy start holy guns and roses seriously this is a guns and roses song right I dig it, but it's not Alice in Chains. Right. Like this is this is very much them finding their footing of what they're wanting to do and going, this isn't it. It's fun to play. It's not a bad song. I enjoyed the song, but this is not an Alice in Chains song. Uh Nate. Totally agree with uh the GNR sentiment. It was my first thought. I almost wrecked my car when I first heard i was like oh my god what is happening uh it was so good but um honestly i kind of again it's i'm maybe allison chains has just made a bigger fan out of me than i expected but big big love for this song again for different reasons i love that there are different layers to the song you have uh it goes from like a softer thing to a more traditional like rock bluesy vibe and shit like that. Like mm-hmm. the vocals do a lot of different things. So it's it's them just putting a lot of their different ideas together into a song. And, you know, uh, especially musicians, the three of us have all like just thrown some shit together and see what happens. Like sometimes that's what you do. Yeah. And it didn't well, work terribly. It just isn't no, the greatest song. Like you got to think about it again. If this is '88, this is them all coming together. And what happens when you're young and you're coming together as a band? You're still learning what you're doing. A lot of your shit sounds like other people. Mm-hmm. A lot yeah. of your shit you'll play and you go, "Hey, I just ripped off whatever band." And you can say, "Well, maybe they were listening to a lot of Guns and Roses at that point, which '88 would have made sense." Sure. So, like, again, I don't hate it. It's not a bad song. It's just not at all what I would expect from them. Ty, what you got for me? In my notes, uh, you know, I'll be brief just because you guys have pretty much touched on everything. I mean, how could you not immediately think Guns N' Roses like you guys all said? I put too much at first, not much improvement throughout. I I honest, I mean, yeah, at first I was kind of into it because it's, it's so, I mean, it's so bluesy in the beginning and obviously it's got the title mm-hmm. and then it just like. I'm I'm tired of listening to it at about 50 seconds in, <laughs> you know, and, and it's like I, I I'm trying to not be like overly critical, you know, um, but I I gotta be honest, I just didn't I didn't love it. <laughs> I didn't either, but I'm anxious to know your rank, Ty. Uh, I'm coming in at a 6.25. 
and Buckles. I actually gave it an eight. Like again, just on the on the virtue of the song itself, I didn't hate it, but I'm not. I, if I'm listening to a Guns and Roses like mix or something, I'd probably throw it on there, but not when I'm listening to Alice Chains. So. I just, for me personally, understandable. It's just it. It's too uncomfortable for me. Nate, are you comfortable? Seven point seven five. So I thought he said seven and then changed his answer like mid sentence, like seven. No wait. Four point one. Four point one two nine. I thought he was introduction or introducing a like Sylvester Stallone movie halfway through that. Like just in a world. Far from in a world. So guys, um y'all know me and like I I don't venture out of the norm. I don't do the Nate weird ass rankings that he tends to do sometimes, <laughs> but I did on this one because I gave this one originally a 7.25, but kind of thought it lacked something. So I just gave it a 7.2. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're the one doing the math here. So, well, no, uh, no, uh, Google documents is doing the math. Oh, that's, Fair, fair, All fair, I fair. do is put I by push number. <laughs> Brando is like one step away from Gorilla Grot here. <laughs> <laughs> the next song, uh, another demo from the '88. What you gonna do, brother? Brother, thank you. <laughs> uh, the second song from the '88 demo songs. It's obvious they're in early stages trying to find out who they are. That's exactly word for word. We've already said it. <laughs> I feel like yep. <laughs> I feel like the next songs are going to be exactly what we said already. Very GNR again. Uh, yes. Uh, yo, and and we said that about facelift. There's several songs on there that are very GNR-y. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, probably That's... the ones that are on there are probably the better ones than here. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, I'd agree with that. Um, but yeah, I I I didn't hate it, Nate. I'll let you go first this time. Oh, I get to go first on what you gonna do, brother. Uh, so this song is really basic. There's not a lot going on. The chorus is catchy. You definitely get yourself stuck in there. You know, you know, like it just gets in there like it's a fucking ear cancer and you can't get it out. Like it's just stuck. But no, like uh, um, uh, they're definitely figuring their footing out. This is a song that good. It was a demo and it never got further. I mean, I'm sure if they maybe polished out and decided to change the lyrics entirely, musically speaking, it's pretty sound. But <laughs> so, so basically, if it was a different song, it would be better. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say it like that. I mean, I'm just saying lyrically, they could have done something different and it would have been a little, not the whole, if a whole different song was here, it would be better. I did not say that. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's where I got. I will say, hold on. There's one thing I will say, though. They do have that weird, like, bridge breakdown in the song that is GNR again. Like, it's for your fucking GNR, bro. Like, Axl Rose in the building. Hello. Slash show up and wank off on Jerry's guitar or something. What was happening? I'm confused. Uh, yeah. T.Y. Sorry about that. No, sorry. I had to send a message. So um, for me, it it, it don't get no better. Um, uh, Just one second. 
Thank you. Sorry for the dead air time. Got uh, babies and stuff doing stuff. Um, we're, we, we, we've, we've, uh, God, I had a stroke just now. We have stepped outside the bounds. I'm pretty sure I saw that. We have stepped outside the bounds of Guns N' Roses and 80s hair bands because now we're talking to Motley Crue. You cannot tell yeah. me that you yeah. guys didn't feel like you were listening to like a Motley Crue cover band. Uh, play some of their original content. This song, not a fan. Not a fan. right. This next not song is going to be what would happen if the Molly Crew would never have broke up and Vince didn't go to rehab. Woo! One, two, three, four. You know. And Tommy had a small peen. I mean, there was like a Mo- fucking Mo- moment of silence there. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um. Honestly, I. We've te- we pretty much hit everything I was going to say. Uh, I did like the drums. The drums are decent. Um, I'm struggling to remember the end of the song. I have in all caps written, get this, which I'm thinking he yelled at the end for some reason. Um, yeah, Tyler's right on. This is this is, this is is getting into hair, hair metal, more glam metal, and more Motley Crue. And that's, again, if I'm wanting to listen to that, sure, I might, I might throw this on and enjoy it, but I'm not. If I'm listening to anything related to Allison Chains, it ain't gonna be this. All right. That was I almost forgot what song we were on. What you gonna do? <laughs> Buckles Brother, brother <coughs> Give me a rank, brother. Uh mine is a solid five. Five even. Five for TY. We said rank, not peen size. Wow. Mm. Wow. Zing. Um, well, jokes on you, Nate. I got a slush, and you know <laughs> for a, for a bean. Oh, <laughs> nerds in it. Oh, oh, oh damn! A fancy man, slushy man. peen nerds. <laughs> I'll thank you to not say slushy peen nerds while I'm trying to drink, you asshole. <laughs> say it again while I drink on purpose. Slushy peen nerds. <laughs> Hell yeah, Buckles. What was your rank for what you're gonna do? Uh, I gave it a seven five. Again, not it's not. I don't think it's a terrible song, but it's sure as hell not what I'm wanting to listen to. Nate, but just yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. You're good. You're good. Right. I need you to take one point away from what Buckles has said. I'm giving it a six point five. <laughs> I gave it a flat seven. Flat seven, those are like small teddy seven, or what's going on there? Like, okay, we've lost a flat we've, we've, seven. Whoa, we've lost Nate. Okay, off the rails. <laughs> uh, the next song, another song from that set. Ah, I gotta kill a mosquito. A mosquito, a mosquito. Uh. The wrong band, Nate. We're not doing Nirvana right now. Oh, fun my fact, goodness. Tyler. Fun fact, we watched a movie about mosquitoes the other day. Fuck Yeah, we did. It was awesome. Yes, it was. Watched a uh. While we're waiting for Nate, we went over to Dave Linder's house, watched a movie, a 1994 movie called Mosquito, featuring Gunnar Hansen of uh, of uh, Texas Chainsaw fame. Like B movie of all B movies about people getting eaten by alien va- alien blooded mosquitoes. It was fantastic. Oh yeah, it's we watched it on a projector with a bonfire outside of his house. It was wonderful. Interesting. Uh, speaking of parasites, social parasite. Oh, okay. Hold on. 
we need to we need to stop for a moment and give you that segue. We need to give you a round of applause for that. That was that was beautiful. Oh, that you. that is deserving of applause. <laughs> thank you very much. Oh shit! Uh, there's my mic. I was like, I look very weird. Where's my mic go? <laughs> you need like that. A, a miming masturbation. Like, hey, what? <laughs> anyway. That's why you watch the YouTube folks, so you can see <laughs> all these shenanigans. You can see them firsthand. You don't have to miss we, out. We do, we do a very good visual represent, representation of this audio medium. Yes, absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, and we're all very dapper and well dressed, and we are the hat crew. We always wear the hats. Indeed. Um, Social Parasite is another demo from the '88s, and uh, a wild GNR appears. <laughs> Holy crap! Uh, and I wrote this one. It's funny because I believe someone has already said, you know, when you start a, when you start as a band, you have to sound like somebody before you sound like yourself. I said every band has to start somewhere. Yeah. And I'm like, this, yeah, I kind of like it though. Um, yeah, this one I really like. I it. like. I, it. I yeah, I didn't dis again. The last few I haven't disliked the songs on their like standing on their own, but um, yeah. Uh, if we're going to go and say which one of the 88 demos is the best one, I think it's this one. I agree. And uh, the, the last thing from my notes is Yabba Dabba Doobie. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what he says. What, what does he say? Yes. The lyrics of this are almost punk. Like in their tone and their delivery in the like subject matter almost it is almost a punk song in its own right uh completely yelling well fuck off every 30 seconds yeah so, yeah that's what got me like yeah this is this is very not quite sex pistols but it's very um very 80s punk very you know mohawk uh made out of elmer's glue and uh and kool-aid in the back corner somewhere yeah who wants to go next i'll go next nate I uh, really dig this song. I think it has some um, really cool parts. I like the riggy dum diggy dum ba doo bow, whatever he said, Doug Dimadone or whatever it is. Uh, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> from uh, <laughs> Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> I just imagine. I just imagine this, like you know, in uh, in uh, Back to the Future, where they get on the phone. It's like this is the sound you've been looking for, and it's Dave Draymond on the other end. <laughs> so i really enjoy the chorus of this song mm -hmm. like the the it just hits really nice it got a nice hook uh it's heavy it does have that punk vibe yeah the song's jamming i'm about it the drums are actually pretty cool too actually ty what you got for me uh, I'll be brief here. Uh, I love the lyrics and the song was very catchy. Awesome. Uh, what did you rank it? T Y eight point oh. You said actually, with a challenge. You, you actually <laughs> fooled me there for a second. I started. I typed the point and went. Oh, that's just gonna. <laughs> Nate, would you rank it? I gave it a very even seven, right up and down. And buckles. I'm gonna split the difference seven five. Me too. Seven five for me as well. Uh, the next song, it's a live track. It's a song they wrote and performed once, at least once, in Texas. Queen of the Rodeo. I have a one line of notes. 
<laughs> I don't know what to say about this one. <laughs> I really don't. Yeah. Um, I get it that they're having fun for a live crowd. Um, but it's on here and it's a track. They and, and we have to rank it. If if Love Song was an actual listed track, we we would have ranked it and it would have been awful. Um, <laughs> but this is here. I don't like it. That's my that's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Ty, I'm passing the fucking baton to you. Um, as far as my notes, let's start with the first one. Why? <clears throat> uh, second one. Could have picked anything else. Third one, just an overall odd choice. <laughs> like, I, I, dude, I, I, I'm totally with you, Brandon, for sure. You're, you're, you're in front of a big live crowd. You're having a good time. It's in Texas. It's hot. Everybody's probably got their shirts off. Woo! You know, it's pullet time. Mullets are flowing. The, the Coors Light's cracked. The bush is, is you know, the whole shebang. Wait, well, what is the bush doing? Is it just free? You didn't say. You just it's, no. It, you gotta think of the flowing. time. It's it's, it's in flowing. office. The bush is flowing. <laughs> the bush is in office at this point in time. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Kuwait. But uh, <laughs> wait right there. Uh, Kuwait right there. Anyway, um, <laughs> sorry. This one's not good either. It's bad. Ruby, oh, what? Oh. Nice hair, Ruby. <laughs> Wow, I uh, I kind of like that the, uh, Tyler's take on the song is he's not mad; he's just disappointed. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> dude, you could have you could have put like you could have put anything else. You could have put another like GNR cover, uh, yeah. and I would have been happy with it. This, I'm I'm just not. Like, I get it. Like, Why waste the albums? Why waste the track space? I yeah. Uh, Looking at my notes here, it's like, well, there's some serious total shifts in this. Like, it goes from, like, jangly country to, like, something else entirely in the chorus, and then back and forth, back and forth. I put something on the line. This is hilarious, but what the fuck even is this? Like, what are they trying to do? <laughs> like, it, and it makes me think of, I don't know how many of you guys listen to Dead Kennedys. There's a live version of their song of a they do called Night of the Living Rednecks, where it's just them dicking with the crowd and playing country ass shit just because they're in a like country setting for a change. They're just fucking with the crowd. That's what this is. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. It's kind of representative of what they were doing at the time, maybe. <clears throat> but I can see the justification of putting it on the album to give that that uh, sense of well, this if you went to an Allison Change show and whatever time frame this is. This is probably what you would hear of them dicking around. Well, I mean, it's not, it's not all, it's an all heroin and horrible stories. It's sometimes Lane's just being jackass. Well, like the whole point of putting it out was that they had a recording of it. And this, Fair. this is about putting out stuff that hadn't been released. And sometimes, sometimes mm-hmm. that's not always the best stuff, but it's new and it hasn't been heard by the masses. Right. And I mean, yeah. By that same logic, you could have played it. You could have put a track on here that was, you know, Jerry Cantrell tuning his guitar, and <laughs> and that probably wouldn't have been that out of place consistently with this. Okay, so Eddie Van Halen did that, uh, where where like he tuned or hit a piano with a hammer on some album. Nate, help me. I can't. Was that on balance? Oh, I can't remember. It was bad. No. Uh, yeah. Well, 
it was on balance, though it was recorded in 83. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it just sounds it was like an old just, track. He's just taking uh, he, he's taking a hammer and smacking the piano string with it. And it's out of tune. And that he does that for a minute and a half. And then, then, then that's an actual track. That is a I track mean, we had to rank. Speaking as a Jimi Hendrix and Beatles fan, I guarantee you there are entire albums of shit like that that's been released in the last five years. Probably, but it wasn't good. I mean, <laughs> no, but it's a way to make money. So yeah, it is, well, strung out, strung out. Thank you. And I mean, uh, uh, you know, lost control, lost control, lost control. They lost control of that one. Nate, um, Queen of the Rodeo. What, like, what do you got to say about it? <sighs> <laughs> I am apparently in the ultra minority here. Uh, I fucking love this song. I think I realized that I love you guys as my friends, but you would have hated if Walk Among Us wrote original music because this sounds very similar to some of the stuff we were writing. I swear to God, like the tonal shifts from it being very soft and light to very hard and punky. That was I fell in love with this song. First time I heard it, I listened to it seven times in a row. Like I know here's one thing. Biggest thing I took away from this song, other than that I love it. Not in 2022. Can't sing this song in 2022 at no. a crowd. No, you can't. <laughs> no, there's a line. Yep. Yep. And also, it would have been all over YouTube. Lane Staley says the F-bomb on live on stage in Dallas, you know. Uh, but, of course, context, right? And this song was written in a different era, and I think it just has a, a vibe. And my favorite part is it's got this country thing. And then they do the ultra punk thing where they still get a fuck you in yeah. and then still kick it back. Like, come on. It's 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 a musician flexing their fucking dick and saying, look at what I can do. I can play two tonally different, absolutely diametrically opposing styles. And you're probably going to enjoy it. I know I did. Y'all don't necessarily sound like you're on the same boat, but that's OK. Would you rank it, Nate? A nine. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought Buckles was the king of popular opinions. I used to we'll be see the, I will see the throne. Um, Buckles, bring us back down to to reality here. Um, well, I'll have you know that reality is a uh, is a term that I'm on not on speaking terms with, so I'm no. not going to bring you that far back to it. Um, I actually give it a seven. I don't hate the song. I don't dislike it even that much. Um, I like it for the fact that it's silly and dumb and just a jackass moment. Um, but that doesn't make it a good song. So I'm not going to give it a nine by any stretch, but I'll give it a seven. T.Y. 4.25. <laughs> and the, Nate, the the air just went out of Nate. <laughs> it's not yeah, Nate. No, no, I'm I sorry, man. It no, wasn't not, good, I, dog. I don't, I don't disagree with you at all. I understand where you're coming from. I'll give it a 3.5. Thank you, man. Um, Actually, change mine, Brandon. Yeah. 3.5. 3.5. Why did it change mine to a 10? Just a fucking reverse flex? What the fuck? I feel like that was an intentional tanking shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, so, like, do you think it's it worthy of a 10? Do you no, think it's not. It's clearly not worthy of a fucking 10, bro. I'm being facetious. I'm not changing my shit. I just really enjoyed it for, and again, I, and, uh, will you call me part of my headspace in this was like, it's the, it was the unreleased uh, final album of Alice in Chains that I never knew I needed. Yeah. you know, like it actually makes me think of 
back in, in college, dicking around some of my buddies, we decided to do a one-off punk band. We never, never went anywhere. We just dicked around with it. We were all going to play a different instrument. Like everybody was going to pick something completely different. And we were going to like just cover songs that were public domain as fucking <clears throat> as we could. Just to say that we could. And that's to me what this is. Is it good? Is it bad? It's not really anything, but it's it's interesting. But but it shouldn't be public. Um, so, the, well, <laughs> the <next> <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> there. Okay. So, um, uh, I was talking with somebody at work the other day that said that they they had a brother who had a band, and the band name was called <laughs> Government Cheese. <laughs> yeah, that government cheese. Oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> one of my one of my favorite. It was a punk band. <laughs> one of my one of my favorite uh, bits of trivia was as a complete aside that goofy punk idea we came up with. We were going to name the band the Killer Shrews because it was again a public domain name, an old fifties like crappy B movie. Here at uh, off campus, there's a place called Amuse Clothing. Uh, Tyler, you might know it actually. Uh, we actually found a T-shirt that had the poster for the Killer Shrews, like years after the fact. That's cool. found a shirt on there, and I, I, it was like a kid's small. You have to buy this. So um, somewhere that exists. Fellow Rankham Mall host from Van Halen, Joe Grimes, he has a band name that he wants to use someday called Lethargic Boner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> I don't want to, but I can see. I that. hate to say it, but I've been there. Um, so the next song, <laughs> if I had the energy to walk off this show right now, <laughs> um, don't worry, don't worry, we'll get you there. The next track, <laughs> I is, hope not. The next track that we're ranking, guys, is "Killing Yourself." <laughs> if only Tyler did that at the beginning. <laughs> yep, Sepakud. He. <laughs> this is the last, I believe, of the eighty-eight GNR sessions. And uh, uh, I I wrote in my notes uh, it's high energy and riffage and solos and uh, but it's kind of on par with just what they've already done in this style. Like it doesn't to yeah. me. I, I feel like Social Parasite is the best one out of these, and the rest of them kind of all blend together. Yep. Um, for that. So Nate, I'll let you go first. Uh, hopefully, uh, you got better taste this time around. Not a fan of this song. I um, this is the one that just like it has a couple catchy seconds, but for the majority of it, I'm just like I don't, I don't want to listen to this song again. Like replayability is a huge part when I'm ranking songs. If I go back to a song five times before I've ranked it, obviously there's something about that song that my fucking ear holes are about. But if I'm like. <laughs> piss in my mouth it tastes bad <laughs> you know <laughs> like, like that's for real though you know we are gonna just clip that and put it online without any context if you just put that piss in my mouth it tastes bad <laughs> well yep Words of wisdom. Wait, hold on, the- hold on. Can we make that the new intro for the, all the JIC stuff? Like the all the JIC <laughs> instead of uh, my instead of the uh, one on bad. <laughs> Welcome to Journey into the Journey into Comics Network. Piss in my mouth. Taste bad. <laughs> 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 
pop your oh. head back, put some piss in your mouth, and it, it'll taste bad. <laughs> yeah, that's all I have. I don't like this song. Well, your brains are shit. Your mouth will piss. Yay. Ah. Uh, <laughs> buckles, what you got? Um, you you kind of hit it with like how aggressive it is. It's manic in spots, still a little poppy, and then it just kind of ends. Like, yeah. The song just is like it just kind of is over, and it's indicative of everything pretty much on this on this that we're ranking today. Is it's just forgettable. Like the song, I was I was over this song before it finished, and I'm like. I almost had to restart it because I'd forgotten what I was listening to. I stopped caring halfway through. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. T-Y. Like it's like. <laughs> so I'm going to be the black <clears throat> sheep here because the first time I listened to this song, uh, my angry offsprings here. So she might yell. Um, the first time I listened to this song, I actually really enjoyed it. And then when I went back on listen to listen three, um, the second half of this song just kind of falls apart. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. To me, anyway, I, I, the notes that I have for it, good tempo. The song's kind of catchy. It's a fun, quick song. But man, does it just fall apart. And some of the some of the the vocals kind of just kind of feel weird. Um, so I'll tell you what I ranked it initially. I gave it like an 8.75. It's not the same now. I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan. All right. What'd you give it then? But I gave it a 5.15 or a two five. Sorry. Yeah, that is a drop. <laughs> that is a drop buckles. What'd you give this one? Um, the last line I had on my notes, were, this is a song that exists. Give it a six. It, it it exists. It, yes, that's this is a song they recorded. Moving on, uh, Nate. Five point seven five. Move on, please. Five point seven. <laughs> I almost gave it a fifty three instead of. Please a- don't. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he's got skewed somehow. <laughs> I gave it. I, I I gave it another flat seven. It, it just doesn't stand out. The next- we get to the wrap up show, ladies and gentlemen. The greatest song in the history of fucking Alice in Chains. You fucks. Is killing yourself. Get over it. Fear the Voices is the single from this album. Was it really? Yes, it was. And uh, this is one of the new ones that had not been released before. At least I don't think it was ever released before. It it could have been like Get Born Again. It could have been somewhere else. But this was one of the four new ones. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Well, yeah, yeah, four new ones. I'm sorry, four new ones. But this wasn't one of the ones that was recorded new. It had been recorded before, and for this one, um, man, it's got a badass riff. I really like the riff, yeah. but it's also, and I'm usually someone who defends this kind of thing, and I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's bad at all. Because this is something that I don't necessarily <laughs> think is bad for a band to do, as long as it's well done. It, this song sounds weirdly mainstream. Like it sounds like yeah, it, it's almost like it was kind of catered towards that, and then it it, it gets a little like it, it, it's like they're I, I don't know. It's like were they trying to just be kind of weird and catchy with the do do do's part and woo woo woo's part? And I kind of wonder if somebody said, "Hey, we need a single for this if we're going to release the CD." Uh, well, write me, write, me, write me a single. Well, it was done before though, and it was never released. So it makes you wonder. Um, 
um, when and where and how that was released. Maybe I can look up at that. Buckles, why don't you go and I'll look up. Oh, here it is. I already got it. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I'm fast. <laughs> that boy's fast. He's fast um, as fuck, boy. Fear the Voices is an outtake from Dirt, recorded in 92. The song Really? Was, yeah, it would remain unreleased until 99 and released on Music Bank as a promotional single. Um, That's weird because that doesn't that doesn't fit anywhere on that album. Um, like that, like I can't see like the tone of this song fitting anywhere within that that track listing. Um, Kentrell on this. Cantrell said that another cool <clears throat> song from that demo for the for the Crow movie. Uh, that the single that I could see that I could um, fuck you beat me to it, man. I was gonna say this was written for a soundtrack, and you that I could see. I'm sorry. Thinking about it now, it that that was a fruitful tape. We got wood for that movie and part of sap. We started on dirt, so the tune itself is a good song. But we were just uh, uh, we were just uh, turning to the height of our blackness. <laughs> uh, as far as notes I had. It's really poppy. It's really choppy, which isn't bad. Yeah, I think that's what gives it that mainstream vibe to it. It is very poppy. Uh, it's got like this weird, like anti-TV lyrical message to it. Seem like yeah. The bridge is kind of odd. Like there's some weird transitioning in that. It's just kind of off-putting. And the drums to me sounded like muted almost. Like there was something weird going on with the drums. I really did not care for. Like the, just there was something muted or something like just the way they were recorded or mic was just very odd to me. T.Y., what you got to say about Fear the Voices? So, man, I'm just, I feel like I'm just beating this at this uh, compilation album up. But, man, uh, way to start off flat towards the end of the song. Uh, it starts to get enjoyable for me. Um, not, not my favorite either. Nate. Uh, Fear the Voices has that. I love that little thing. Whatever's happening in there is cool. It's Hollywood Hogan coming down the set. <laughs> yeah. of I mean, I Monday guess. With Voodoo Child. What was that? And I was. That was a loose effort. Okay. Fuck you. It was a loose effort. Like, with the edge of my hand. Yeah. So um, I think that it just it's, it's a strong effort uh, as I was. You know, you were getting to it and said the thing about the crow. But man, I felt it. I was like, this sounds like it was written. With the end, you know, you guys talk about poppy commercial. Anytime I hear that out of a band, I'm thinking it's for a movie. You know, it's well, definitely something for a soundtrack or something like that. Well, it well, it wasn't the, for the movie The Crow. It was a movie directed by the by the director Cameron Crow. It's called Singles, and that's where they. Oh ended yeah, up, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, no, good I, movie too. I, I wanted to clarify that this wasn't like yeah. you know uh, Brandon Lee here. Um, okay, I'll good. say. No, singles, singles is a is a really good soundtrack and a good movie too. Um, but I think it's time yeah. for some ranks. I gave it. I'll, I'll go first with the ranks. I gave this one a seven point five. Nate, would you give it seven point two five? Right in the zone, bro. <clears throat> and Ty, um, I am sitting at a five. Five and buckles. Seven two five, right there with Nate. Right on. The next song is another one of the new ones. Uh, but just like Fear the Voices wasn't recorded just f- like for this. This song is called Lying Season. And my notes say that fucking riff. That yeah. riff in the end. Damn. Uh, overall, uh, I feel like the song's pretty underrated. 
and it gets close to like classic Allison Chains. Like it, it gets pretty close. Maybe it doesn't quite get there, and maybe I'm just like at this point reaching for something that's like a resemblance of really good from them. And I feel mm-hmm. like this gets kind of close. Uh, Nate, I'll let you go first. Man, uh, I thought Lying Season was like a catchy little riff, but there wasn't any substance for me that I like latched on and went back to and did multiple, multiple listens. Like the cold going, like the pre chorus, chorus bits, cool and all. It kind of reminds me of that, like, I don't know. I guess it would be like late 90s stoner rock move where they do the weird slow down, like pull it back mode and and give you with the emotion and all that. But uh, not my favorite track from Music Bank. Uh, Not one I'll put in my spank bank for sure. I'm just going to say it was all right. It was all right. You know, it's only it was only a moment of time. It was it was only a matter of time until we got to somebody making a spank bank joke here. Come on. And yeah, to be fair. Yeah. Um, Ty, we'll hit you next, bud. For audio listeners, he's shaking his head, fucking no, right now. It stops right here. I stop. <laughs> I stop beating him up right here. Okay. Because okay. you know what? That '90s stoner rock that Nate's talking about—that's my shit. Yeah, it's a good fucking jam song. Okay, the song jams, and it jams well. And that's what I have to say about it. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you who just listened to the audio, the expression on his face, as he said that it was, he's serious about his jams. Yeah. I love jams. Slick jams. (laughs) He's right. There's a lot of, there's a little bit of clutch to this, a little bit of that stoner rock, which is Mm -hmm. really uh, something I enjoy as well. Um, I'm not as huge a fan of the song. I love the riff. It's a really cool, aggressive riff. The fade out seems kind of out of place somehow. Like it just seems like they just kind of tacked that on towards the end. Like they mm-hmm. didn't know how to end the song, so just fade it out. See, that's what I kind of thought too. Yeah, like kind of nineties boy band shit. We don't know how to end the song. Just fade it out a bunch of times. We'll be fine. Yeah. Um, I not memorable. Like to me, I just kind of okay. That I listen to that. Move on. All right. What'd you give it, Buckles? I gave it a six. A uh, six. A and T Y. Seven point seven five. And Nate, six point five. I gave it an eight. My man. Um, the next track. What the hell have I? This is from a soundtrack. I do believe. I I think that's true. Um, let me find it. What this is one that I I know I've heard before outside of Music Bank. Last Action Hero. There you go. We have two tracks from Last Action Hero, and it's the next two. What the hell have I is. I wrote Anagata Davida meets Heart Shaped Box meets the Sounds of Egypt. Um, I like that. Good, that's good, dude. You hear it, and it's I'm like, are they going Anagata Davida? And then I'm like, no, they're going something else. And I'm like, in and, their Garden of Eden, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and I, um, I just my next line is, tell me why I like the song as much as I do. I I, I can't really explain it. It's got a different <clears throat> vibe. It's got a completely different vibe. Uh, from what you'd expect from Alice in Chains, with their especially with that kind of weird uh, Middle Eastern twanginess to it, but I kind of like it, and uh, I dig the weirdness and the catchiness. The buckles, uh, you're giving me a little bit of a Clint Eastwood squint, so I'll go to you. Uh, actually, I dug it quite a bit. I, point of fact, uh, you mentioned that it doesn't seem like Alice in Chains to you. 
this felt like a return to form, like the first time since really since uh, Get Born Again that it sounded like Alice in Chains to me. Well, it, and, it, it, it does sound like Alice in Chains. <laughs> what I'm saying is that they're kind of deviating a little bit from their norm right. to experiment with a little bit of a style that making it fit into their own. And I'm and I'm digging it. I actually mm-hmm. like that. It, remi- it actually reminds me a lot of when they got really weird in dirt. Like uh, like Godsmack, and when they were like, okay, we're just gonna do, we're just gonna throw some shit at the wall and see if this works, and it, we're gonna make it our style, and it works really well. The cool thing to me is that you can tell this was recorded at a later date because that same idea of throwing shit at the wall, seeing what sticks, just being experimental, is what they were trying with the '88 shit, and it didn't work. Now they're coming back with a lot more experience, a lot more knowledge of what where their riff is, like where their uh, where their groove is, and really hitting it right on key. So, I mean, I love this. It felt like Alice in Chains, the opening wrist, really cool. There's a bit of, like, clockwork type to it, like uh, kind of a metronomy, like kind of a tick, tick, tick thing I really liked. Um, yeah, I dug it quite a bit, actually. Right on. Nate. Oh, man. Uh, what the Hell Have I is uh, a cool track because it, it does have some signature Alice in Chains vibes to it i love lane's vocals in it i think he's opened up and is singing in his pocket zone uh i really wish they would have just got him the fuck to rehab because this is like this is where like you you rebuild the strength of your band on this song like hey check out how good this is we can do this again bro this feels and like then, what, what could have been the next step for them absolutely yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah. evolution of AIC is in this song, and it just fucking blows me that we never got there. There were that was the weirdest thing ever. Oh my god, probably won't ever happen, especially not on the video viewer side because you guys aren't me. But right now, the way I have my boxes set up, I've got get the fuck out of here, cat. <laughs> Go, bro. Go, bis. Oh, and you're stanking, kid. Talk. <laughs> wow, had to throw him off hell in the cell. Anyways, uh. <laughs> Where was I? Okay. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> Wasn't aware your cat was named Mick Foley. Yeah, dog. Oh, but um, you know, AIC had this um like I don't know. I, I lost my train of thought, guys. <laughs> Basically, I think you were saying that they had an opportunity here. Um, if they had gotten Lane on a better path, you know, to basically what, come into the second half of This is what we could have gotten. Yeah. Well, yeah, and um, it's just disappointing because there's so much left on the table. This is just like the taste that never was, you know? It's like the fucking, the last slurp. But what I was going to say before the cat thing happened, I remembered now, it was because you grabbed your Slurpee. Buckles had a drink, and he he's on my bottom left side, and he put his drink in his left hand and set it down, which was at where Tyler starts. And as he did that, Tyler picked up his Slurpee and took a fucking drink. It was so weird. Thanks, Alex. I was thirsty. Uh, anytime. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, I could I could go for a slushy with some in it. It sounds awesome. Has everybody pineapple beer is tasty, but has everybody had anything to say uh, about <laughs> what the hell have I? I don't know who has talked. I have I th- not, but I don't have anything to add. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we want to start with ranks. Uh, Ty, we'll start with you, then a rank. Then when'd you rank it, bud? Solid six. Six and Nate. Add one. Seven and buckles. 
add one and eight. eight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I wish I could keep it going, but I don't. It's 8.25 from me. Um, it's my highest rank on the entire uh collection of unreleased stuff like i i can agree with that i i just really dug it it it, it was kind of different and neat uh the next track is also from the last action hero soundtrack a little bitter and uh i'm not as pleased with this one it's got some cool bass lines but it feels kind of erratic at points uh vocals have a little to be desired here for me and I just kind of felt like this song is completely passable. Uh, it like it like it passes as a song, but that's about as much as it. Like it's kind of like what Buckle said earlier. They they recorded it. It exists, and and here it is. It's Allison Chains doing a song, and it doesn't quite reach anywhere near their potential. And it's there, definitely not. Uh, uh, but I'll start with Ty this time. Do you have anything to add to what I've said? Well, I have something that I, I yes yes I do. Yes, I do, Brandon. Thank you. Sorry, I'm having a stroke again. Um, I, I think that a lot like the last song, this song had a lot of potential. And then the vocals just come out of nowhere. And my notes, and I'm I'm not exaggerating here. This is what I wrote down on the first listen of the song. The vocals ruin the song. Like, the, you know, all, all these opportunities that we've had up until this point through through rank every time that there is a vocal harmony or um lane is doing his thing or jerry's doing his thing like we always take a lot of time out of the discussion to point out because you know that's that's essentially what what makes allison chains who they are um and then you listen to this and it's like come on man you guys are you're discrediting yourself to me anyway obviously you know this is kind of like you're spitting on your own name here because this is not good stuff you know i've i've heard house party shit that's not like i would i would turn this off if you turned it off i did not like it at all buckles um not a whole lot to add the up tempo is not bad um the name, the term "bitter" kind of fits the lyrics. It is spiteful. It is bitter. I like the drums, but otherwise, other than that, it is really forgettable. Um, the thing that kind of was like, kind of digging at me or kind of kind of messing with me as I was listening to it. You mentioned how it is kind of chaotic and there's a weird bass line and it seemed like out of sorts. For some reason, I don't know if I'm completely off base on this at all. I was getting fucking Mudvayne dig vibes from the bass line on this. Something about this, like, like the the Dun, 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 like something about that. Nate always just comes in with the sound effect. He's been practicing that for Thank like you. for like fifteen years. Thank you, Stoner uh, Bobby McFerrin. Jesus God, Christ. He's just waiting. <laughs> Motherfucker comes out of a closet. Hey man, did you say dig? <laughs> <laughs> He's like the, waiting around the tree, like he's like the dude, he's it. the dude from Police Academy, just with yeah. metal, just with metal riffs. Hit me! Like, uh, <laughs> instead of doing like a helicopter sound, he's just doing bass lines from Mudvayne. Prince impressions. <laughs> oh God! Oh. Oh. <gasps> Nate, do you have anything to add to a little bitter? 
I'm a little over it. Yeah, boom, boom, wow, boom, boom, wow. That's what I'm gonna add to it. Made the song better just there, just then. The song is automatically better. Here's Nate's notes. Needs more boom, boom, wow, boom, boom, wow. Yes, it says boom, boom, wow. That's how it sounds in my head. Boom, boom, wow. Great, so you're a black eyed pea. Fantastic. It's more like brum brum now. I don't know. I'm just fucking making I, I'm making noises now. <laughs> we got one song left and we just can't pull it together. <laughs> what did you come rank? on, you apes? What'd you rank it, Nate? Six five. Samesies. Six five for me as well. TY, what'd you give it? Four point five. Four point five. And buckles. Needs more boom boom wow six. Uh, six. <laughs> Last song, fellas. The last song that Lane Staley recorded with Allison Change is called "Died." And, oh, that's wow. that's that's not fucked up, bro. And then yeah, also, it it's wild that it, with the music bank things that we're ranking, we started with "Get Born Again" and we're yep. ending with "Died." It's like the perfect final chapter for Lane. It's so, wild. Um, my notes here. As I'm a little somber, as now we've reached the end, I guess, of the Lane Staley era. AIC meets COC. Oh, a corrosions the, of conformity call. Dude, nice. This, this, yes. The, the guitars on this is stoner rock anthem feel. Like, yeah. holy shit. I love the guitars on this song. It's awesome. Yeah, that's good stuff. But then the vocals, kind of like what TY was saying earlier on, a, on, like, a, on like an earlier song. It, kind of misses it's it leaves like, something to be desired and but it and it's funny because then i when i hear it and the vocals like i mean come on it could be could be worse could be something completely worse but it does kind of sound like instead of be like that riff sounds like it sh- this song should be better than what it is and yeah. it doesn't quite get there instead it sounds like another song that belongs on a late 90s soundtrack <clears throat> This sounds like it should have been on the, on the self-titled. Like, this is the sound of the self-titled album. But it's better than that. Because I think the sound, I think the overall sound quality and production sounds better than self-titled. Like, I agree with that. Um, I don't really think he sounds as, as, as droney here. And I, and I don't think that the, that, that the guitar sound is like, uh, I don't know. I, I don't feel like for the majority, not all of the self-titled, but for a lot of the self-titled, I just, it, the tone is just down. I, it's hard for me to, it's hard for me to really describe no, I, it. I mean, completely honestly, my, my notes for this were it's bleak, it's chuggy, it's dull and it's forgettable. It is a bit forgettable. And that's, and that, and, to me, to me, that's the entirety of what the self-titled album was for the most part. It was very bleak. I mean, in terms of the recording and the engineering, sure, this sounds better than the self-titled. It's mic'd up better. The the drums sound better. The guitar sounds less droney, sure. But overall tone of the song itself, not just the recording of it, it's just flat. It's just dull to it's, me. It's better than Frogs. I can shit on this microphone. It would be better than Frogs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, he's got a point. <laughs> Um, uh, Ty, you got anything? Uh, I'm, I don't really have anything to add. I will say that to me, you know, again, keeping that theme, I I think the song was <clears> definitely <throat> too long. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think overall, just the, the, the length, too much. Cut it back, maybe have a little bit better of a song. Um, to me, even though it was too long, a lot of this song to me kind of felt unfinished in parts. Like maybe... Maybe this was um, like the second recording that they did. And it was like, okay, you know, we like this one better. And and maybe it would have been, maybe they could have used like one or two more times in the studio to really, you know, to really bring it home. Um, I didn't hate it by any means. Um, just didn't love it. I'm sorry. I'm doing my best not to just bust out laughing during your your very your very salient points here. But Nate's over here doing some weird dance. Nate's always doing weird shit, and it's it's funny because on my on my screen, I'm always directly above Brandon. Like Brandon's right below me. Buckles, you're over here. Yeah. Nate's always to my left. So normally when I'm talking, like I'm looking at Brandon. You know, because Brandon's always got like the audio cues of something right. messed up. And then I look over to my left, and Nate's just doing <laughs> fucked up shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's just fucking. He's just, you know, he's doing whatever, man. But it's like not on topic, like not paying attention. Like he's, he's paying attention he's for like, sure. He's like, it's, but, like watching, it's like watching. <laughs> he's like ADD the guy right now. Like, what are you doing? he's jeff hardy he's jeff hardy what happened to you i just look over he's just not like this (laughs) well like there was a (laughs) moment there was a moment where i thought while while tyler was talking is nate is nate listening to the music right now is he like i thought he might have been listening to the song playback because he just so spoiler alert for every rank them all i have ever done since i've been in the new house i while we're recording also have it very low level on spotify so it keeps my brain remembering all of why i said what i said because i can write shit and then my high ass is like why did i write and the bananas have pants in this song (laughs) it doesn't make any sense (laughs) clearly the bananas in pajamas are coming down the stairs (laughs) But are they in pairs? <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. I'm glad you guys get my warped ass brain. Oh, God. Awesome. <laughs> Damn. You know, when you're in traffic, when you're, when you're sitting in traffic, in a traffic light, green means go, yellow means hold on, and red means stop. And bananas, it's the opposite of bananas. Then you got yellow means go ahead, green means hold on, and red means where the hell did you get that banana at? <laughs> that Mitch Hedberg? Yes. Yeah, I, love it. Where, I love Where it. the hell did you get that red <laughs> banana at? <laughs> Ducks eat for free at Subway. Subway. Yes, <laughs> yes. I have not slept for 10 days because that would have been too long. <laughs> if I'm ever on a ship that is going down, I will reach for a lime. I will be Nate. saved by the buoyancy of citrus. Nate, do you have a citrusy opinion <laughs> of the song Died? No, it's just a sad ending to the Lane era because, mm-hmm. like, ominously accurate, you know? Like, come on. And they don't know, obviously. And no. it's literally the last... It's not like... Some of these other songs are on the second disc or whatever, disc one or whatever. Yeah. This is yeah, the last, last track. Last... The last song. And then, and, and then he dies... And then they find a new <laughs> singer. 
sorry, Brandon's wreck. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all different, you know? Yeah, so it, it's um but I love it for what Lane, it is now, not for absolutely, what it was. absolutely. And Lane was a legend, bro. And you know, everybody has demons, everybody fights something. Yep. Whether it's depression or anxiety or you know geese. PTSD or geese. you know geese, um, blood hounds, heat seeking missiles, you know whatever you're <laughs> against. You guys just look up in the sky, and I'm up in the sky, karate and heat seeking missiles <laughs> above Ukraine. I'm like, yo, yeah, oh yeah, get out of here, back to you, Putin. Yeah, I just imagine I. I think I've, we've actually gotten video text from Tyler's like, I'm going to go fight God. I'm going to go fight God. Yeah. That's all I want to do is fight God. Like, fuck you, man. <laughs> just just cut to me in the grass, punching a goose in the face. Yeah. I'm like, can I roll over and we smoke first? If you're going to die against God, I'd like to have a final smoky. What do you mean I'm going to die against God? Oh, he's God, bro. Even though yeah. he's not real. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess that, me, there's an argument, though. If he's not real, you're fighting air. So bro, I, I just Hawaiian look like you're a fucking on. crazy person in the fucking middle of california <laughs> i put money on tyler <laughs> here uh news channel five we look down at the scene of the crime as the, the perpetrator is still committing acts of violence and it's just me like fighting vending machines and shit. <laughs> yeah <laughs> If not for our ranks, I hope people are entertained by our fucking stupidity, you guys, because, whoa, we're crazy mother. We are wild individuals. It's like, uh, oh, that's good stuff. Tyler, Tyler is uh, Dewey Cox and Walcart after he's taken PCP, climbed the roof. He's, I'm Zeus. Do we get down from there? Ah! Ah! (laughs) Get out of here, Dewey. You don't want none of this shit. What if I do? What if I do want this shit? Well, just like the Dewey Cox story, the wrong kid died. So what's the rank for died, Nate? Six. Buckles. Six. God in heaven, six. Oh, God damn it, Tyler. Six, six. God damn it. Six, six, six. Pick up sticks. Is this our first a- a- agreed, 100% agreed rank? Brandon, are you about to say six right now? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Damn it. No. No. I, I, dude, I headbanged to this like on the way home today. Like, as much as uh, the vocals really aren't there, uh, the guitars aren't there enough for me. It, it reminds me so much of uh, COC and that kind of stuff that I'm like, yeah. I was into it. 7.75 from me. And that does it for the Lane Staley era recordings of Alice in Chains. The the collection of new songs from Music oh, Bank God. for Brando's ranks, for my ranks, 7.04. For Nate, 7.06. Really close. Tyler, 5.81. And Buckles, 6.9. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Six nine. Fucking oh, narc. Anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that gives us sorry. a master rank of collected new songs. Oh. Uh, Six point seven two. Uh, the highest ranking song here was 
the first track, 7.4. Get Born Again. Yeah, Get Born Again. I mean, uh, I definitely, you know, we were kind of all over the place with this one. There's some songs that all of us kind of mm-hmm. liked individually. Uh, it's a compilation. That's what you're going to have. Yeah. yeah you, like, there's not too many songs that were 100% like, in agreement with our rank on. We were kind of all over the place, but that's fine. But it is a bit sad because, like, as fun as this has been to dive into this era of this legendary band, we're moving on to a new era, an era that we never thought we would ever get, that the band never thought they would do. They yeah. thought they were completely done. And um, they even said at one point, I believe, uh, Sean Kenny said, hey, we're going to play again, but we're, we're not going to use the name Alice in Chains. But I guess some point along the, t- along the way, they, they decided to out of – the salute and honor of what they did. And you know what? Um, It's going to be interesting to get to the next album because it is a different band, but Mm -hmm. it, but, but but there's hints of what had come before because it's still Jerry. It's still everybody except they got the new guy and I don't have his name pulled up. So we'll talk about that on the next. You know, what's crazy. Hold on. Timeout, 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 timeout. He is fucking crazy story actually we're gonna we're gonna talk about him really just for five seconds right now as i pull him up because he has a famous brother you guys know this no okay so give me like just an, uh, a minute here as i pull up the homie i'd, I'd like to apologize for oh that, but i've been coughing for like the last 30 seconds nate nate ranking uh uh fucking queen of the rodeo like that with a nine gave me fucking COVID or something apparently wow <laughs> wow okay so william duvall okay yep William Duvall, his brother is Robert Duvall. Oh shit! That's a that's a pretty significant age jump. And there is a pretty significant age jump. Yeah, that is absolutely factual. Yeah, but they are brothers. Doesn't he, this is gonna sound earlier? Doesn't he like look like Lenny Kravitz or something too? So it's the same ma, same ma. Okay, as Lenny Kravitz or <laughs> no, as Robert Duvall, you fuck. <laughs> yeah, it just so happens Lenny Kravitz is also related to Robert Duvall. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tyler, I'm going to thank you not to just completely give us serious shit. We like that. <laughs> Nate's. <laughs> For those of you who are listening to the show, not watching this, oh. Nate looks like he's reading something. Tyler is just. You guys think I could beat Robert Duvall if I fought him? <laughs> I think he's dead, bro, so probably. I don't think Robert Duvall is dead. No? If he's not, he's got to be in his 80s. Easily. Easily 80s. So, yes, yes. He's 91. And how old is... How old is 60. William Something. Du- William Duvall is 60? It's 60? Let me double check that. He's I mean, 54, so there's what, damn, like a 37-year age gap? Damn. Yeah, yeah. his mom, you know, got a little late tip. <laughs> I didn't mean for it to sound as padded as it did, calling it the late tip. But... <laughs> you goddamn late, Nate. It did. All right. Um, that's a wrap. Oh, that's a wrap. We're going to wrap it up here. <laughs> Here with uh, Music Bank, uh, once again, uh, Nate Buckles, T.Y., thank you for joining us here. I've been brand new here for Rank Em All. We have ranked every single uh, song and album that we can find of the Lane Staley era of Allison Chains. Up next 
is the next era of Alice in Chains, the more modern era, the 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 era of change. The black gives way to blue. I, I'm looking forward to it because it mm-hmm. is a it's a completely different but familiar step. And it's the Robert Duval, the Robert Duvall era. The, yes. Yeah, it, it, it's the Duvall era, and <laughs> and uh, I'm done. I'm sorry. You know. Here's and here's uh, Brando to all of you at home with a bit of a late tip. Go listen to the next album and join us next week here on Rank 'Em All. Until then, we'll see you then later on, guys.